<laughs> wow, way better roll. Way better. Like, love it. I'm like, <laughs> ready? Okay. This is Haley, and this is Bailey, and you're listening to Text Me When You Land. We're back. Who's starting? I was like, who's starting it? We haven't done this in so long. <laughs> I know. We both were sick, and we got, I feel like, very similar colds. But we weren't together. Yeah. Haley got it, and then a week later, I got it, and we were like, "What?" We like, haven't we both haven't been in the same... sick in so long, either. And That's we what's been together. I know it's wild. It was weird. I was telling you, I'm like, you know, your long distance friendship is good when you get sick at get the same sick time. Together. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, wow. And it was weird because we both had coughs, and we still have a little bit of residual coughs. Yeah, for and sure. I we like haven't gotten cough. sick in years like that. I know. I feel like we both were like you were like I haven't gotten sick in so long. I was like me neither. And then a week later, <laughs> I was speaking of coughing. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I do feel like both of us are gonna have coughing at some point in this because when I talk too long, and I feel like I still sound different. Like today, I need to do a voiceover. My mom was like, "You should probably wait a few days because your voice <laughs> does not sound like the same." And I was like, "That's a good hey. point. I'm probably getting used to this weird. This is actually so good though compared to what it sounded like at the beginning." Have you seen that episode of Friends where Phoebe gets sick and she's like, yeah. my voice sounds so sexy, my yeah. sticky, sticky shoes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's literally what I'm thinking of when you're like talking about voiceovers. Anyway, what's new with you, Bailey? Well, I'm back in California. We are currently getting reset up here. And then I got sick and I feel like that's kind of where we're at. And now we're making plans to do a trip with Haley. So that's exciting. I am Haley and Bryce. so ready for this trip. It's going to be a I know, blast. me too. What's new with you? I really think I should have prepared more to think about what's new other than like recovering from being sick and surgery and being out of town. I'm just like finally finding routine and I'm just loving not going anywhere. Oh my gosh, me too. It's so funny because don't get me wrong, I love traveling and I'm so grateful that I get to travel so much, but we've been on the road for the last three and a half years, like between RV, like just different trips too. And now that we're starting to slow down a little more, I'm like, wait, having a routine at home feels so good. And Evan and I are so excited to find our new routine here and get set up and make it feel like home here because RV, the RV has been our home for so long. I know. And like Bryce and I have our toiletry bags still packed and because we usually just like we'll live out of that. Yeah. Yeah. But we've too. been home for so long and we still have some time before we like leave again. I mean, minus our little trip we're going to do. But I'm like, do we unpack that? Like, is it do we act, put it in the drawer? Like, what is the drawer? <laughs> right. I just did that yesterday. I like redid our bathroom and like put things in spots. I was like, weird. This is strange. We I mean, we did it in You're the nesting. RV, but in the <laughs> RV, we still kept everything in our toiletry bag, I feel like, because it was like under the counter. Yeah. I mean, you're probably like, look at all this space for activities. <laughs> Literally, there's so much space. I'm like, whoa, this is weird. Okay, so Bailey, we've talked about this in a few episodes, and because we missed our Valentine's Day special, we kind of wanted to do it i guess now but we also in previous episodes talk about the therapy and how you you've opened up a lot about your experience with it and i've maybe dabbled on it a little bit maybe here and there but we really want to dive into going to therapy is it good to go to therapy is it more harm does it do more harm than good and is it time to or is it time to break up with your therapist kind of a mentality so 
overall, Bailey, so are you still actively going to therapy right now? I do still go to therapy. I actually have therapy this week. I don't go as often as I did when I first started. I used to go every week and then I slowly started to go every other week. And now I kind of go like once a month or play it by ear depending on the time. I know there's so many different opinions on therapy based on different people's experience. And I was super lucky when I decided to go to therapy. I actually got a recommendation from a friend and I feel like that really helped me find a good therapist. So I had a really good start to therapy but I remember even when I was talking about going to therapy how many people were like be super careful because if you go to someone you don't like it can affect you in so many ways and I was a little nervous going into it because I was like what if I go into this and it doesn't help because it's not the right person for me but I also was like if I don't try I won't know and I got really lucky and love the person I go to but I know that's not always the case and that's something me and you have talked a lot about because I think when we became friends we talked so much about therapy because I was like, I love it. It's helped me so much. And you're like, I want to want to go again, but you can share your story, but you ended up having a bad experience. Well, I want to, before I can dive into like my experience, yeah. I started therapy. I think my first official like therapy session was when I was in college because I had a concussion. And so my ability to process and make decisions was was really jacked up and so like I was making really spontaneous decisions like I got engaged and then I started dating a like random guy and then I wanted to drop out of school like I was making these like not thorough decisions that were pretty big life decisions and then when I say I got engaged it was not to Bryce it was to someone else <laughs> um but and then it just kind of led into other things in my life that I had never dealt with um but as of today, I don't go to therapy because of my experience of my last therapist, which we'll get into more later. But I want to ask, when did you first start going to therapy? I started going to therapy like four years ago, I think. Okay. And what made you want to start going? I mean, you don't have to get too personal if you don't want to, but. Yeah, I'll share a little bit about why I started therapy. I started a little bit in when Evan and I had first started dating. I remember stepping back and being like, I and being treated so amazing. I am so happy, but I still felt like I was missing that with friends. And I was like, I'm not surrounding myself with the right friends, but I met this amazing guy and I know there's friends out there that will treat me well too, but I need to work on myself before I can go find these friends. And I knew I really wanted to work on myself before stepping back into new friendships. So that's kind of what pushed me. And also at that time, I'm trying to like really think of what pushed me. Evan was traveling a ton. So we were doing long distance, which was really new for me. And I knew I wanted to work on myself to be able to be a good girlfriend and be able to show up how I knew I could. But I had to learn because I hadn't done long distance. My parents had never really done long distance. I didn't know that. And nobody understood like my friends. Um, it's all coming back to me. Evan was also campaigning for the Olympics and talking to people about that like was super hard. Nobody like understood. Yeah. So I was like different lifestyle. Yeah. So it was friends dating long distance and Evan being an athlete and me learning how to date, you know, like long distance and an athlete. So those were kind of my three main pushes to go to therapy, I guess. And then mm -hmm. it just evolved from there to be just life. I have so many questions on the things in like – Yeah. Was that explained well? Said. Because now yeah, as was. I was like – as I was it talking, I was like, wait – that's why I went, wait, that's why I went, you know, like it's and been so fine. long. Yeah. It's, it's fine. There could be lots of reasons why you can go. Yeah. I really think that's great. I find it interesting that you said that you were doing long distance and you wanted to be able to like work through that because it was new for you. And as you like talk about this stuff, I really think that like, I see like our friendship and how like 
the molds of our friendship really like clicked because all of my friendships, all of my relationships ended in long distance. Every single one, every single one. Like I, my first, first boyfriend, he moved to Hawaii and after two months of dating. And so we were like, yeah, let's do long distance. And we did it on and off like every single one. And so it, it's hard. So like, I can understand why you, I, I think how it, good that is that you started going to therapy at a young age because I see like my parents have a hard time with that I think older generations have time with therapy and I love that our generation has normalized going to therapy especially at a young age for sure I feel like I have so many thoughts on that now but one thing is (laughs) I feel like long distance was something I actually learned to love in a way. Don't get me wrong. I don't really want to go back to that now that Evan and I live together. <laughs> like, but Great. Learned a lot, but never. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was a great foundation. And I think we grew so, so much from that. And we even brought so much from that into when we lived together. And I think for our friendship, we grew in – I feel like we became really close friends really quick because we were always talking. And it was like we were texting or we were on FaceTime. And you can't – it's not that you can't do that in person – but I think it's a lot easier to like sit in silence or like do different things where when you're talking on the phone, like you just have to talk. I feel like there's so many amazing things that come from long distance, but that doesn't mean it's easy. And then another thing was that you said was like completely two different topics, but you were saying how older people, you know, have a harder time going to therapy just because of generations. And now it's become so much more of a thing. And I honestly love that it's so much more talked about because I feel like it's something that my opinion on it is like you should go even when you don't have problems and we've talked about this before but that's something like I have had to push myself to do because sometimes it's like whoa why am I going like nothing's going on but it really is something that I feel like gives you tools in your everyday life and it's somebody that's there that just doesn't have opinions it can be like the most simple things but to have somebody that you can go to without having to fill them in on your whole life every time it's like they know because you're talking to them that like yeah foundation like little pieces yeah. at a time and that's yeah. like and- where I'm at too like I have realized because I went to the same therapist for about a year and a half two years and then I stopped going when I realized that the therapist I was going to the relationship had turned kind of toxic and I was like okay I, I need to end this but and now I'm at that point where I'm like oh the idea of starting over is so hard you have that relationship built it's like that sucks so bad and but something on that too. Let me just be devil's advocate over here. But something on that I always think of too is like how much easier 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 is it going to be to start now and build on it versus in ten years when you have ten more years of things to it's build true. on. It's only going to get harder. And harder yeah, like yeah. No, be. is it hard to sit down? Yes. Is it? Does it take time to work through? Yes. But something we've talked about even with older couples, it's like by the t- like if they were to sit down right now, by the time you got to the problem today. That would take a long time. You have a lot to build on. And a lot of your things, most of your things come from your past. Triggers, past, there's so much comes from your past. So it's like you do have to build on it and it's not easy. Like it's hard and I get why you're like, oh, I don't really want to go sit down and build on that. Have you gone? Have you gone to the same therapist the entire time or have you changed it up at all? No, I've gone to the same person. Yeah. Wow, that's impressive that you found like right off the bat. I mean, the recommendation sounds like it was a pretty good recommendation then. Yeah, I have like five friends actually that go to the same person. So I knew that she was highly recommended. And also something that I thought, I know this is like you can't talk about, you know, like everyone's like, I feel like it could be weird if you go to the same person as your friend, but it's like, it's also not weird because they never like they know. Yeah, Yeah, they keep it super professional. 
but I have been... they keep it confidential too. I yeah. mean, it's not like she's like, so I heard today. That yeah. You're yeah. No. <laughs> I feel like That's though I got really, yeah, I got really lucky and I mm-hmm. know that. So I don't want to like disregard that either because I feel like the thought of sitting down and starting with someone new would be really hard too. And I know that would be hard. I've just got lucky and have been with the same girl that I've gone to for the last four years. Wow, my voice sounded so funny there. (laughs) 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 Um, If you're contemplating about going to therapy or just haven't made the move yet on going or you are scared to go, I want to kind of talk a little bit about what are some things that maybe could help you get into the therapy if you want or figure out why, where it is that you're kind of nervous about it. And I think from what I've heard, it's that when you, it's like cleaning a, a, a really messy room. The, the mess only gets messier at first until it can really get cleaned. When you first start going to therapy, it, it's hard and it, you unpack all these problems and things just keep coming up and coming up and coming up until after a little bit of sessions, whatever, however long that may take, it will finally start to help because you'll find yourself finally working through these things and hopefully they'll get, be giving you exercises to try to work through those emotions or the past or the future or whatever it is you're going for. And it, over time you'll realize like, wow, like it, okay, it is working and I didn't even realize it. And that's if you have a good therapist and we can talk about like things to consider if you need to break up with your therapist. But if you're looking at going, I think that's a lot of people are scared to unpack all of these emotions and feelings that they don't want to have surfaced. Oh, for sure. Unpacking it, unpacking that stuff is not easy, but it's like you said, it's like cleaning something and then it, you know, gets messier before it gets better. And I feel like so many times in life, people just put band-aids over things and try to move on. But you really don't. Most people don't. You see it either. It becomes resentment and becomes a trigger. And I feel like as you work through those, I at least found that I grew out of those things so much more but it took time. It's not like an easy solution. It's not like, oh, I go to one therapy session. I'm all better. Like that's just not how it is. And I think no matter who you are in life, you're going to go through stuff and everybody's stuff is going to look different. But being able to process it and have somebody there to talk to can help when things aren't easy because life definitely loves to throw different things at you all the time. And it's like you never know when. And I, yeah, it's actually funny because this is something we talked about. My little cousin was like, but why do you go to therapy when you can just go to your family or your friends? Like somebody who so knows many, you. So many responses on that. It's a cute perspective from a kid. I can it understand is a cute, why they thought. Yeah. I was like, I'm curious on your thoughts. But I was like, because she asked me that. And I was like, wait, this is a really interesting question because if you've never talked about therapy, she was like, why would I talk to a stranger? And it's like, that's an interesting perspective. What are your thoughts on that? Because I actually, we, me and Evan talked to her and it was an interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. So my thought on that is that when you go to a family for a problem, they're going to give you their opinion. Yeah, 100%. And it's going to be biased regardless mm-hmm. of what the situation is because they have you and most of the time they're going to have your best interest at heart, but it might not be what you need to hear or what you want to hear. And that can be hard to digest fully. And I don't feel like authentically we can open up to really close people and expect an unbiased response or authentic core help that we need. It might be fine for like a situational moment like here and there. But I think when you're looking at working through like 
you want like you said you want to grow from a certain circumstance or you want to become the better version of yourself I don't necessarily think that that should be put onto your friends and family because that is a lot of weight to carry I totally agree because I feel like it's hard for them not to have a biased opinion they might want to not have a biased opinion but they're so close to you it's they really can't. And I feel like that's even something I've talked about with therapy. Say I go to a therapist and then say Evan and I wanted to start going to therapy. I don't think going to my therapist is a good idea because she knows me and she knows me really well. I feel like even then she could have a biased opinion, not that they're supposed to, but it'd be pretty hard when you know one person really well. I'd be like, let's start with somebody new together. So they grow you know, with us. There's no yeah, there's sides. no like precursor history. Yeah, I think going to your friends and your family is great. But to have somebody else you can go to and I always say like just get it off your chest. That's how it helps me is really nice. But yeah, it is interesting because her perspective was so like – I was like that's a great question because I get why you ask. It is. And I think they're also – majority of the time they're trained to also – not take that burden on them but like if you were to confide in your mother about something really heavy or really hard uh, from what I've experienced my mom would take that on and I don't want that burden to be carried on her when it's something I know I need to work through and it's not her fault or her problem but as a mother they're they want to protect and care and nurture so I just think that I don't know. It's good. I mean, it really just depends on the situation. But I think that you just have to be careful with how you approach it with friends and family because they, like we've said, they they have their opinions and you just don't want to only perpetuate the things you're trying to work on. Even yeah. Though. And I feel like you go to certain people for certain things and you know, like some family will give you the answer you want. Some friends will give you their honest opinions. And I think you know some that. Some will where- tell you things might look cheap. I don't know. <laughs> That was not me. And uh, <laughs> let's just make that one clear. Anyway, moving forward. I thought you were going to say something about me. I was like, what is it going to be? But to have that person that you're like, go to, and it's not, you're not like, oh, they're going to give me this. They're going to give you tools. They're going to give you the tools to work through it. I feel like some people you go to just because you want them to give you the yeah, answer. They want, you, you want you, them to reassure your opinion. Yeah, they want you to, yes, that's, yeah, exactly. They want you to, yeah. I mean, we all yeah. go to somebody for that, but that's not what therapy's for. Therapy's tell me why it. I am right. <laughs> yeah, why am I right? And sometimes I that's definitely fine. Am. <laughs> that's what therapies can be for. They can just, if you want to hear that, then fine. But make sure you let them know that because sometimes some therapists will not hold back on their opinion, and that's actually part of the reason why I stopped going to my therapist is because he was only. It turned from like, for example, I was talking about how I was scared to like go out and do normal things like I had a lot of anxieties and like my my fears of everything were just kind of taking over my life and he his response back was yeah life is scary like I don't blame you and he was like perpetuating my fears being like you had and I'm like okay I understand you're validating that fear but it was like to the point of I don't blame you you shouldn't leave your house and I was like ah, that's not why well, I'm now, I, now I'm really not gonna leave my house yeah I'm you- like and that was just like a huge red flag to me I'm like okay yeah no, no, I don't want to hear why I shouldn't ever leave my house. That's not why I'm here. I want to help. What can I use to cope when I'm feeling these like obtrusive thoughts that I get and how to work through that? And so when and and little by little, I just kept noticing all these little red flags like he kept bringing politics and religion and it would not be related to anything we'd be talking about. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like, OK, huh? Like, I don't understand. 
and it was just like okay it was too much and I was like all right but yeah it's just have you ever I mean I guess since you're going to your therapist for four years now you probably yeah. really haven't experienced any red flags but have you heard of any other red flags that people should be careful of when going to therapy that's a good question. I was actually, when you were first starting to talk about it like a couple minutes ago, I was going to be like, what are red flags? Because I, but I do remember talking about the politics one. And I feel like if they're giving their opinion and it's affecting your session Ability. and it's getting into, yeah, and it's getting into that stuff, that's definitely a red flag. I'm trying to think of stuff that like I wouldn't, I don't know. I'm really, I'm really thinking on this. I just like, what is a reason you would stop if you're, th- if you had your therapy appointment tomorrow or whenever it is? And she said something that, and you would be like, all right, nope, that's not okay. And like it kept happening. What would that be? I think if they were talking, like I said, a couple of my friends also go to the same therapist. And if I was talking about something, a situation that happened and she acted like she already knew or brought up a different situation, I think that would be a major red flag. And I've always really noticed that she's so good at not. And yeah, that is part of her job. But not everybody's going to be able to do that because I'm sure sometimes it's hard to be like, who told me what? You know, like, you know, no, you're talking to so many. Why? Because my th- my therapist would be like, oh, I had a, I have a client right now who's going through X and X. Or oh, whatever. yeah. And it's like. And I'm just like, but if that was you, like, and she I would said know. that, you'd be like, well, is it that person or is it yeah. that person? Because you know them. So I'm like. Yeah. That's a really yeah. good observation and point. And yeah. she was, and there's been times where I've been going through something maybe with somebody and I was telling a story and she never even acted like she knew the person or has met the person. I'm like, this is impressive. Like while I was saying it, I was like, this is so impressive that you've act like you don't know this person because that's how she should act. And like, cause maybe she has also no idea if that person's told me that she goes to therapy. And my therapist actually told me, this is actually an interesting one. My therapist told me when I first started going to her, she was like, I just want to let you know we are in the same area. And if I run into you at a grocery store, I will not come up to you. If you want to come up to me, you can, but I don't want to come up to you because if you're with somebody and you don't want them to know you're going to therapy, I don't want to put you in that position. And I thought that was super interesting. Now that like that just, now that we were talking about that. Green flag green flag <laughs> that's awesome wait that is such an interesting can everybody live a life like that yeah right I was like that's I, at first I was like you know me don't come up to me <laughs> I'm just don't kidding don't say hello <laughs> don't say anything only if you went to high school with me then don't say anything <laughs> no that's that's really cool that's that's a really cool thing that she does because I would never have even thought about that. I wouldn't have thought of it because I'm just so open about it, but a lot of people aren't. But also I feel like for her to address it was very professional because if you do see someone out and then you don't address them, they'd be like, why didn't she say hi? That was so rude. Where when you just know, you're like, oh, that's the right, you know, really the right way to handle it. And if I've never ran into her, but if I want, I'd go up to her. Of course, I'd be like, I would say hi, but that's my choice. And she was like, you can come up to me. I'm okay. But that's your choice on who you tell, you know, because what if you don't tell people you go to therapy? I mean, like to me, I literally am so open. I'm like on my stories, like I'm about to do therapy. (laughs) Like I'll tell anybody, but not everybody's like that. And it does take a while to become confident in that. I think sometimes I think I even remember at first when I started saying I was going to therapy, I think at first I was like, I would kind of read the situation very strongly with who I would tell. Like, are they – and now I'm like, I don't care. Like, if you like that or not, it it works for me. It's not 
You know, well, it's interesting too. Like you just see like the evolution of things, like in TV shows and movies from like the early two thousands. Like they'll say, "Oh, you're seeing a shrink," or "We don't do that." Like that's for people who have serious problems. And nowadays, like we see shows, they're like, "Oh, I'm going to therapy." It's like, "Oh, I have a th- oh, I can hang out after my therapy appointment." It's so casual how we talk about it now, and I think that's great because there's nothing wrong with it. It's such a normal part of life. It's like almost like going to the dentist, in my opinion. Like it's just a routine thing you do. Yeah. And dealing with your emotions, I think that's something we kind of touched on, but dealing with your emotions is so important and it's so easy to push your emotions down and how you feel. And that's also what therapy gives you the opportunity to do is to address those feelings. Because as there have been times I've gone into therapy and I'm like, I'm totally fine telling a story and then I start crying. Yeah, for sure. Because then it makes me address it because then she's asking me questions about it, you know? And I'm like, okay, this is affecting me way more than I thought. Because in my everyday, I was able to just put it behind me for a little, but you're not. You're just shoving it down until it has to come out somehow it's true it's a it's an emotional mind map like where it's like where one thing will lead to another and you will have no idea the correlation like at all it's crazy what you'll learn and discover about yourself when going to therapy and I think that if anyone is scared or nervous to go like it's okay I remember opening up my first appointment and just bawling and it gets easier as long as you have a good like relationship with your therapist, but it, it gets easier to talk and open up and form that relationship with them. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I'm going to ask you a question. You can answer it however you want, but what would you look for one to go to therapy again? And like, what would you look for in a therapist if you decided you wanted to start again one day? So this is weird, but for me, I really like having male therapists I was actually going to ask you that. That was interesting because I was going to say, do you think you'd rather try a girl this time since you had a guy therapist last time? Yeah. So the guy I I really liked because it just brought like an un... Okay, this sounds weird, but he made me actually really hate men for a while. And so it almost was counterproductive of the appointments and what he was talking about. But it was therapeutic for me because he was a guy. And so he was ragging and like talking about all these problems that I had with men and it was therapeutic for me to hear it coming from a guy. And so I worked through that because obviously I was like, I'm not a man hater, but that wasn't the goal of it. But it was able for me to figure out how to sort through my emotions and have, having that come from a guy was nice. But I went to, I've gone to two female therapists and I just have a hard time connecting with female therapists. I don't. They were also – I can't fully base my opinion off of that though because they were very weird. <laughs> like, well, yeah, I think that's I, – I don't think there's a right or a wrong. I think everybody has their preference and yeah, I don't know. I don't think there was much thought into why I go to a girl therapist. I think it just was, again, I went to therapy. A I got a recommendation and I was like, great, I'm going to do that. Um, I honestly think that that's great. If you get a recommendation, I, for me, like if I was recommended to a girl, I would still try it. But I just think that – I've had better connections with male therapists because I just I don't I like that detached difference and like the opposite perspective. I don't know. Well, everybody goes to therapists for different reasons too, and you want something different from them. Like I have some a friend that went to therapy, but she actually went to two different therapists for a little while because one gave her a totally different outlook than another, but one was more comforting and more like There was just different benefits from both. And she didn't do that for a long time, but I think it was her way of like figuring out what she was looking for in a therapist. And I was like, that's super interesting because she just wasn't happy. My light Mm -hmm. just went out. 
my light went out. I was wondering um, why it got dark. That was so weird. Yeah. I was like mid conversation, but yeah, she just wasn't happy with where she was at. So I thought that was an interesting way to do it. Of course, that costs a lot of money and you can't just do that all the time. But I thought that was interesting because everybody yeah. is looking for something different. Well, I think this is so great. And, you know, like I've been saying, don't be scared to go to therapy. And like Bailey said, it, it only gets harder and harder the longer you wait. And especially if you go and then stop going because then it's like, ah. <laughs> but don't be afraid to try multiple therapists if you have to. Like, it's like I had to try multiple Pilates classes in order to find the one that I loved. But it's the same thing. Like, just because the first time it doesn't stick right. And I feel like you can usually get a pretty good idea after the first couple sessions if it's going to be a good therapist Oh, or not. for like, sure. Yeah. You ha- pretty quickly. On it. Yeah. Yeah. And so definitely don't be scared to try it. Give it a whirl. If you have your thoughts on going to therapy, if you had a breakup with your therapist, let us know. We'd love to hear your thoughts on everything. <laughs>